Hello and welcome to Black Eye the Podcast, the podcast where I share my perspective on life through my eyes. Well, hello, welcome to episode two. Um, yeah, I'm a bit nervous today because I, I did the first episode and I kind of just splurged, splurged it all out and then it was done. And then I released it and it's it's actually been really nice hearing everyone's feedback. It's been really positive. Everyone has said they've enjoyed listening and that they thought it was a good first episode, which has been nice to hear. Um, and now I've just got to keep up the momentum and keep people listening. So it's a challenge. And I hope today's episode is as engaging as the last one. And I hope the episodes to come after are even more engaging than than this. So this week's episode is called When It Rains It Pours. And when I run through the episode and explain to you the week I've had and what's happened, you'll understand the reason for the title. But I wanted to talk about those weeks where you feel like everything is going wrong and everything does actually go wrong. And how I kind of deal with it and I guess how I've learned to deal with it and I, what I what tips and tools I think are useful for actually kind of keeping a level head and just getting through the week and not letting the week eat you up but coming out on top of the week so welcome to episode two let's get into it um so I was having a week and I wanted to start with a definition that kind of explains the week for you know I wanted to explain the phrase I was interested in knowing where it came from so Google tells me that um the phrase when it rains it pours um the definition or the, or the um the proverb it comes from is uh, a thing that says misfortunes or difficult situations tend to follow straight after each other in rapid succession or arrive all at the same time and then the origin it says comes from a common weather phenomenon uh, in which after there's been no rain for a long time a lot of rain suddenly falls at once and the weather remains rainy for a while and that's definitely the week I've had uh maybe even the two weeks I've had I, and I was kind of looking back on the week and I actually had another topic and then after my day yesterday I decided I had to kind of actually stop and and just do this topic because it's one of those things I think that I often sometimes I'm like am I going crazy like is this a lot of bad things happening once and actually when I sit down and think about it like I'm not being like um over the top it is just things are being really intense and I, I wanted to just talk about the week I had just to explain to, to you guys I guess sometimes how things happen and it can seem like things are piling up but then also from the other perspective the ways I kind of try to make the most of the week and not let it get me down and so I'll, I'll start from the beginning I guess of um, the last two weeks and, and then I'll go from there so last week um, Friday uh, my laptop just kind of the, the port stopped working and I was like, okay fine Again, this is the third time my laptop's broken, like a year and a half, and it's a new laptop. So there's there's been a succession of annoying things. The last time was the, the whole like hardboard wasn't working, and I had to go to Doji's just broken into the, into the room. Doji's my cat. Sorry, I had to go to the hardware store and ask Apple to uh, replace my whole laptop, and then I had to make an insurance claim, and the insurance company didn't want to pay for the insurance claim. It became this whole thing that was very annoying. So that was the last time. And then this time the ports aren't working. So I said, you know what, I've got insurance, it's fine. But when I think about what had actually happened and caused the laptop to not work in the first place, it was um, my cat, Doji, who just broke into the room, had knocked a pint of water into my laptop. I'd gone out for the day and I'd left my laptop on my de- on my own bedside table. And then I had like a, a, some water on the window ledge and Doji likes climbing on the window ledge. So he jumped up on the window ledge, then on his way down, I think, knocked the water and then into my laptop also into my hard drive so I was having a 
stressful time because I was like, I guess the hard drive itself is also probably broken. Tested it on another laptop and it was fine. So my laptop itself is now broken. Um, and then I said, okay, fine. I've got to take it to, <laughs> I've got to take it to, I'm just laughing when I think about it the rest of the week. I've got to take it to Apple, um, take, take it to an Apple authorized um, repair store and have them fix it. Took it down. And he was like, hopefully it's not the port. It's just the ports. So if it's the whole hard board, it's going to be like 450 pounds to replace. So I take it in. Uh, and then leave it there. And then later that evening, I'm going to the shop. And I'm having friends over, and I, I said I wasn't, wasn't going to cook dinner because I didn't want to cook dinner. I just wanted to kind of like, you know, not stress myself out. I had a busy week. And then I think a few hours before they came, I said it's, I felt bad being a host and asking people to bring their own food or drink. So I was going to the shop in like shorts and a t-shirt and not really like paying attention and have any pockets. And I'm thinking like, I should probably like be careful with my phone because I didn't have a case on my phone. And as I'm walking to the store, my my phone slips out of my hand and smashes and the screen smashes. And so I'm like, okay, <laughs> my laptop's broken. Um, my screen is now smashed. Uh, like this is, this seems to be the beginning of a series of, of things going wrong. And I say that because I've like, I'm I'm not a negative person and I, I wouldn't say I'm necessarily like a super positive person. I'm kind of just like a neutral person. I kind of just like, I can be guided by my day and kind of my mood can be guided by like what happens around me. And so I'm, I maintain a, a generally good base on average, but sometimes when things start happening, because I'm not really like one or the other, I kind of like start to think, oh, it seems like this is more of a bad day than a good day or, or vice versa. So I was like, okay, like I'm aware of the week I'm having and what's going on. And so that doesn't seem to be too great in itself. Um, and I say that because like, I sometimes imagine myself as someone that um, can be carried away by just getting through the day and not actually paying attention to it. So I've been, I've try, been trying to, uh, as, of the, as, as of the last few years, just take more time to kind of reflect on how I'm feeling, how I think the day's going, how the week's going, so on and so forth. And so when that happened, I had a little alarm bell, like, oh, you're going through a, a, a bad patch. And I say that, say that because even like a few years before, I had like, I think the year before, COVID happened the January of the year before COVID happened was I had a run of four weeks where I had like the worst four weeks like of my one of one of the worst four weeks of my life I'd lost my wallet in New Year's and I never went to New Year's house party so that was kind of like my confirmation not to go because I'd lost my wallet with everything in it and things were kind of closed because it was a new year and it was hard to get stuff done over and then I lost my work pass and then um I had a I fell out with three of my closest friends in like four weeks that was really intense and then I was really really like mentally like not in the best place I think I was just kind of stressed and I like, was really upset and was really re- actually like very down and I remember just thinking and things just kept happening like things just kept going wrong and I remember thinking like it's funny how like you have such good periods and then one thing goes wrong and it seems to kind of like I don't know what it is like tip the scales the other way and so since that's happened to me two years ago whenever I kind of have a a series of unfortunate events as Lemony Snicker would say I start to think about okay is this going to be like a run of bad things and I'll finish the story and then kind of go back onto like my perspective on these kind of things but it's my laptop my um, phone breaks um screen cracks I'm like okay fine um and that's on the Friday I have the weekend it's okay and then um I'm having my kitchen redone so it's nearly finished thankfully but during the week um things just keep going wrong so um the floor that I wanted to have done is not available it's not in stock and so even though we've chosen out they can't do the floor this week they have to come back in two weeks because they have another job um I ordered my uh dishwasher to come and I actually thought it was coming on the Wednesday I was wrong it was coming on the Thursday so I told the guys who were doing the building the complete wrong thing uh, and they were not too happy about that but it was fine because they were still around on the Thursday and then I said to them okay well um, it's coming today between 7am and 7pm and we needed it to arrive as early as possible so they could put it in because they were kind of waiting for it to arrive 
I get the text on the morning of the Thursday and the text says your dishwasher will arrive between 2.05 and 6.05. So basically the last hour slot is the, is the, is the latest it could come. And so I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, that's kind of, <laughs> it's just my luck, essentially. Um, and then we're waiting, waiting, waiting. And all of this time, I'm also working from home that day. So I'm trying to work and also deal with stuff with the builder. Um, the night before... I forgot to say this, sorry, the night before that, we're, night before um, Thursday, so the night before we're waiting for the dishwasher to arrive, um, the builder tells me we need an electrician um, because he had ne- failed to realise that we didn't have enough sockets for the appliances that were being installed and so one would have to go behind the oven. So I have to find a um, an electrician on ch- check ch- uh, TaskRabbit and they have high fees if you want them like as soon as possible. So the guy I find is like 40 pounds or 60 pounds call out fee. He says to me, do you have all the materials? And I say, no, I have no materials. I'm not built. I literally, how would I have like light switches and cables to like cable a plug socket behind or I don't have anything. So please come with everything you need. So yeah, fine. I'm going to come on. I'm going to come early tomorrow morning. So I can be out the way before the builders come. He's supposed to arrive at 8.30 at 10 o'clock. He's still not here. Um, claims there's traffic, even though it's, I mean, whatever. He's coming from not too far away. He arrives and then takes three and a bit hours to finish. So the call out charge for the, the um, task rabbit is 200, like 10 pounds, which is a 210 pounds I did not have to spend that week. It was not part of my plan. Um, and so I'm like, okay, fine. So that's another expense that's gone wrong. And then the the builders are then, they can't really work because he's around, so it delays everything. But then they're waiting for the, for the, um, the uh, dishwasher to arrive. Meanwhile, they keep figuring out that they're missing things, that something's broken, they need a replacement. So I'm cycling to screw fix in between meetings at work and getting this extra th- stuff they need. Luckily, it was only like, a, it's a four minute cycle away or five minute cycle away, but it just was like the the most stressful day because I had a really big presentation that I was doing at one. And so in between one and when I woke up at eight, I'd gone to screw fix twice already. And then I had to go to B&Q after my meeting at like five or something. And anyway, Soslo, of course, the dishwasher arrives at 6.05. Like 6.05, my f- or like or like six o'clock ish, my phone rings. The guys, like, oh, I'm five minutes away. So the last moment it could come, it comes. And so the builder's like, well, we can't finish today, so we're gonna have to come tomorrow. And they were really against coming the next day because they had another job to do. So that kind of they're pissed off with me. With me, I feel bad. I'm pissed off at them. Whatever. So that happens. I'm like, okay, this hasn't really been the best week. Um, Friday, I have to go into the office because you know I, I hadn't been in all week, so I was in the house. So I go in. Friday's actually relatively okay. Uh, and Friday evening, I kind of just have a good evening. It's relatively chill and I can't complain. Um, and, oh, actually, no, Friday I finished, no, that's a lie. Friday I finished working at 9 p.m. So that was actually not great. It was another bad part of the week. Anyway, I digress. So this is the the bulk of the bad, bad part of the week for me that I kind of, when I was like, I'm having a bad run, I need to just accept it and, and just get on with it. So sad to say I'm helping a friend move from his flat his old flat where he's living to his new flat and for some reason I take both sets of house keys with me and this is important so you'll you'll note this later I take both sets of house keys with me and uh go to meet them we get a zip car and drive in between um his old flat and his new flat luckily it fits in one trip and then we're kind of done um and then when I'm driving back to my house um I hear a set of keys fall out of my pocket I think okay fine I've dropped my keys in the zip car it's all good I'll just get them when I park um so I drive, get to my house where, where I'm dropping off the zip car. Um, and I get out, put the keys back in the zip car and then in the zip car like dock in like the little glove compartment, get out in my trip, lock my car. And then I realize straight away, oh my God, I've left my house keys in there. So I call zip car and I say, I'm really sorry, I've left my house keys in there. They unlock the car, I get my keys out. Um, 
that on the side. Fine. I go back inside, start making myself something to eat because I'm super hungry. I've been eating all day. And then I say to myself, "Where, where's my second set of keys? And I look around the house. I can't find them. And I remember that I had both sets of keys with me and I put them in the... F- and the bit that's in front of the handbrake in the car where you can put your phone and stuff, so the little, like, little um, holder section. I'm like, it's fine, it's been 10 minutes, I'm just gonna go back downstairs, ask them to unlock the car again and get my keys. I go downstairs, I walk along, whilst I'm on the phone to, um, getting ready to, get, getting ready to call Zip Car. And the car's gone. The car's gone with my second set of house keys. Um, and I'm struggling to remember what's on the house keys, because I just bought, I just bought this flat recently, so there was some one of the set of keys had had something on it that said like the flat or something on it or had like a like a um had like the agency on it and on the back was like the house number or something so I was kind of a bit paranoid about leaving it in the car um so I call up car and I say well what what can I do about this and they say well you know unfortunately it's against our procedure to tell people what is what is going on with the car and where the car is and who's driving it so you have to wait until the car's available again and then book it. So I said, okay, well, can you just send me, a, can you call me or send a notification? And she's like, no, you have to use the app. You have to keep refreshing the app to see if you can see the car in the zip zone that you're in and where it ends up. And then once you see the car, then you can book it or you can call us and we can lock it. So I say to her, well, that's just insane. Can't you message the guy who's driving or the lady that's driving the car and say like, by the way, there's something in your car. So when, you're, when you end your trip, please let us know. She's like, no, it's prohibited. It's against policy. It's against, policy, it's against procedure. We can't do that. So then I spend two hours refreshing the Zipcar app every hour. And bear in mind, I'm also running late for an, uh, an event, a dinner party that I was going to at six and it's now four o'clock. And I have to bring a dish and I'm in a group of four and we're all being assessed as a group as competition. And if you're late, the team gets deducted points for every like 10 minutes you're late or something like that. So I'm like pressurized to be on time for this event. I'm refreshing the app, refreshing the app, refreshing the app. I refresh it. I'm like, okay, fine. I see the car. I lock the car. I cycle over. I get there. It's the wrong car. I had one letter wrong in the license plate. Like one letter incorrect. So I'm like just so tense and like shaking and annoyed. I come back home and I wait and I think, okay, fine. Well, I just got to make continue making my dish in the hope that I get the car and be able to finish in time and get there. So I make myself, I make this sticky toffee pudding. Um, which is still in the fridge. I haven't eaten it because I'm just too stressed to eat. <laughs> then I, um, I'm like, okay, fine. Keep refreshing, keep refreshing. I can't see it. So I called my just say, hey, I can't see the car. Can you just tell me where it is? She's like, okay, um, let me ch- check. Oh, I see it. It's available. Um, the trip's just ended. So I say to her, okay, cool. Um, t- lock it. I'll go and get it. She locks it for three hours. I say, okay, cool, thanks. Where is it? I start hearing SW20. I'm like, oh my God. It's in like Wimbledon, which is, I'm in Oval. And it's like, it's a Saturday, it's six o'clock. And it's about a 40 minute drive. And at this point it's 5.30. So I know I'm going to be late. So I drop out of the event. I say, I can't make it guys. I'll arrive when I arrive. Um, so I, I go and get another zip car with my cake and my, the drizzle for my cake in my hands. I get another zip car and I check on maps. It says 46 minutes. I drive and obviously it takes me about an hour and 10 because of the traffic. So I'm driving and there's more traffic and there's standstill traffic. I get there. I call them to open the car. She can't get it to open. I'm stressed. I'm sweating. I feel sick. I'm like, if I've done all this and the keys aren't even in here, I've literally wasted my whole day. And I, I, at this point, my Saturday is already ruined. Like, I've had such a bad day. She unlocks the car. I flash my torchlight in the compartment where the keys were. I grab and I hear a jingle. I pull them out. My keys are there. I'm so happy. I'm annoyed that I've wasted money for the extra zip car ride, but it's fine. So then I, then I decide I'm going to drive from here to the next location because I've, I've got a zip car here, it makes sense to just drive to to the event. So 
I locked the car that the keys were in. She locked the car that the keys were in, leaving the car that I'd lost my keys in, parked in Wilmington somewhere. And then I I get back in the car I've driven and I drive to the next location. And I I wasn't sure about the location of the event because the, the address had changed at some point. And I wasn't too sure, but then I checked and I found the right address and it was fine. So put it in and I drove. And then there's some kind of like accident or some kind of standstill around Rotherive Tunnel. So I'm, I spend 10 minutes in standstill traffic. It takes me an hour and 20 minutes to get there. I get there and then I say to her, can you, can you do a favor? Can you just lock the car, please? So I, cause I, it's not letting me lock the car. It won't let me in my trip. And she says, okay, well, um, you can't end the trip because you're not in the right return bay. And I say, okay, well, is it just any parking club car space? She says, no, it's um, where you picked it up by your house in Oval. So at this point, I'm close to actually just smashing the cake on the floor and just like banging my head through the window because everything that could have gone wrong today has gone wrong. I've, I've basically got a round trip car instead of a flex car, so you can't leave it anywhere. And she says, well, you can leave it there, but you're going to get charged £35 for a late fee and then a certain amount each hour and then it goes up until you then fail to return the car within a reasonable time and then we have to charge you for the recovery of the car. So I say, can you pause it for me? And then she's like, pause my my like trip and let me go and enjoy this thing for like an hour or two and come back. She's like, no, we can't, so you have to pay. So I paid two pounds to extend the trip. And then I'm just gonna go into, I say, I'm gonna go into this like um, house party, dinner party thing, drop off my cake, and then I'll come back and drive home. Anyway, I get to the entrance and I'm looking around, can't see anyone. I call my friends and I show them where we are and they say, where are you? And I'm like, what? And they're like, where, like, do you, like are you sure you're at the right place? And I say, send me your location. And my friend sends me the, the location. I'm in the completely wrong place. I went to the old address in my in my flurry and rush to get there. When I found my keys, I put in the wrong address. So I went and sat in McDonald's by my house and I ate 15 pounds at McDonald's on my own, stuffed my face, listened to a murder mystery podcast, drove home and went to bed. And I was telling some of my friends the story today and they're like, I'm so sorry, you must be really sad. That's really horrible. And I actually, I'm not upset because this kind of stuff happens to me quite often where like everything just goes wrong. I once tried to go to Dubai and I got to the airport. My passport had three months and three and a half weeks left. You need, you need, um, no, my, my passport had three months and three and a half weeks and you need, um, no, what am I saying? My passport had, yeah, three months and three weeks left and you need, you need four months exactly to get into another country, particularly Dubai. So at the airport, my bags packed, my friend who I was with, Asher was just like, well, what, what do we do? And I, he went and got the plane and I had to go home. And so this is kind of coming to what I wanted to say about this whole it rains, it pours thing is that what I've learned to do in these scenarios is just accept that it's raining. And that might sound like unnecessarily like um, dramatic and poetic, but I've learned to just accept that things are going wrong and not try and get myself too strung up about it. So even yesterday, it wasn't until I got to the event and I, couldn't lock the car that I started to get a bit annoyed but up until then I just told myself it is what it is it's one of those days it's one of those weeks and I found I found that that's really been useful to me generally in life and I used to be someone that would get super stressy about things to the point that I was like shaking like before exams I would have like bad stomach pains I was always like sweaty and super anxious and I don't know what it was maybe it was that year that January that I spoke about where things went wrong but I kind of have realized that one thing that doesn't help a bad scenario is bad energy and beating yourself up. And in a scenario where you're already upset or things are going wrong or you're not too happy, stressing out or shouting or freaking out at yourself or being super pissed off is not going to make things any better for you. It's not going to change the course of the events. It's not going to make 
you get to the keys quicker it's not going to help you find them quicker it's not going to make you at the right address it's just going to make you feel sick and stressed and the only thing you can control is the way you react to the situation the way you process the situation the way you kind of think okay and i'm, I'm more of a a solutions driven person and i try and think about okay well this is what i'm experiencing right now what do i want to get to and for me it was just getting my keys and getting to the to the event and so i try and just think, okay keys are lost what can i do now i've got to get them back okay they're in the car that's locked what can i do call zip car and just trying to think about a solution to the problem or a way to work around it and I'm, I'm, in no way am i saying it's good to like suppress your emotions or ignore how you're feeling of course today i thought about it i thought that is quite sad and quite annoying and actually a shame that my saturday was ruined i've had a very busy week i've finished post nine or ten most nights this week and so to not even have a nice saturday where things just went stress-free and i could just chill and then just go and hang out with my friends and this cake i've made is now kind of going to waste i can't eat the whole thing i made enough for like 17 people but i mean it's done right the weekend is over i can't i can't really um <laughs> i can't really go back in time and so i just think that's what i would say to people is when things are not going well um try and be positive um and of course like it's not super easy and obviously there are certain things in life that you can't control but i i've just learned to try and keep my head above water by keeping myself in a positive place and not let, not letting myself get overwhelmed by the situation obviously when i went i got couldn't go to dubai i was sad on the way home but i didn't really like freak myself out because i asked at the airport what are my options and what can i honestly do and he said you're not going to dubai today and like at that point i was like there's nothing I can do that's going to make this turn around. So I might as well just accept I'm going home. I went home and I just, I think I got into bed and watched Netflix and that was it. I kind of just didn't, I didn't really chat about it too much. Then I think I told my friend the next day and I, people at work obviously were like, didn't you say you were on leave or something? But other than that, I've not really had too much to do or to deal with. So um, I, I not not I didn't have too much to say about it because realistically talking about it would probably make me more upset and it was a done situation. So I'm hoping now that I've had that run of things, my laptop, my phone, the keys, the money, I had to pay, I, I spent 50 pounds on a zip car. It was supposed to be like a, like the whole reason I said to my friend, get a zip car is because it's cheap. It was like 11 pounds for an hour. I said, just get a zip car, it's super cheap. Like it's fine, nothing will go wrong, like it's good. And now I've ended up, end up having to pay like 50 pounds plus for just picking up my keys. And someone said to me actually, when I told them the story yesterday, earlier, they said, well, why don't you just leave the keys in the car? The spare set of keys, like the likelihood of someone actually finding your house and getting them is zero. Like you just, you could have just cut, cut a new pair of keys. And oh, this is the cat I was talking about. This is Doji. He loves to just be involved in everything. Come on, Doji. And when I tell you, I was just in such crisis mode that I didn't even really process the fact that I could have just left the keys and then just checked in a day or so and hope they were, and if they were there, just gone, if, they, if the car was close to me, just gone and got them. But it's funny because it's like, what are the chances that the car that I got was the, and this was the funny thing when I was refreshing the app I could see all the cars where they were moving and being dropped off every like few minutes some were only driven for like 10-15 minutes some for like half an hour the only car to move across completely from one side of London to the next was my car and that's what I mean is like I don't think it's a bad luck thing I think just sometimes it just pours and it's it's like I think it's one of those situations where no matter I can hypothesize about it and think okay well my foot my, okay, my laptop getting damaged by my cat I, that could be my fault. I could have finished the water. I could have put my laptop elsewhere. And normally I actually have my laptop on me. It was the one time I was just popping out and didn't take my laptop with me. That happened. My phone's living out of my hand. Of course I could have had a case, but again, like as if it happened within two days of my laptop breaking. Um, and then the car situation, of course I could have checked for the keys again and 
that would have been great but that's not what happened that wasn't the scenario i was in and sometimes things go wrong because they just go wrong like either by a mistake of your sake or not a mistake of your sake and you can't really control it and i just i i find it funny when um you're in one of those periods and i've i feel like i'm in one now but then also the thing that i think is useful and quite motivating out of all of this is that there is always an end to that period there's always you know light at the end of the tunnel and so I'm always kind of just like (laughs) it can't be this bad for for much longer and so I'm hoping going forward into the next week that I have a much better week and things turn out better but I wanted again it seems like I'm doing a series of like sad sad episodes last week was it sucks being adult and this week is when it rains it pours but i just thought it'd be an interesting story to tell and it's it's a quick one to kind of get out and just share with you guys before i um forget but i want to say i guess as well to anyone listening who feels like they're going through one of those weeks or one of those months or one of those years where everything goes wrong when you look at it like that it can feel that way but actually you know i'm sure in between all these things there'll be things that went well for you and you know like aside from what happened yesterday and the week I've had, I've also been lucky enough to buy a flat in the last month or so, or I've also been able to redo my kitchen. The kitchen looks great and I, I actually really like it. And that's that's been good for me. And I've also released a podcast last week and I've had a lot of people listen. I'm actually impressed that I've listened to the first week and people have had good feedback and people that I didn't don't even know that well or I haven't spoken to a lot have been like, oh, I listened to that podcast. I listened to your podcast and I thought it was cool. I thought it was relatable and easy to listen to. And that is such a great compliment because I'm always, I'm always super nervous and super shy about the content I put out and the quality of it and whether it's worth putting out. And so when people actually take their time out of the day and we're all super busy, like, I, like I'm recording this at like eight, 8 p.m on a sunday because it's the only time i've had this week to do it with the setup for the lights and the recording as well but when people take time out of their day to listen to that like that's very validating and also very encouraging and so i've actually overall had a good week and a good month but when you look at it if you focus on the bad things it can be very easy to kind of get in a state where you feel like you're just living in this hellish cycle of negativity um, and of course sometimes that is what happens and horrible things happen to people in life and sometimes things just go you know completely wrong but I don't think it's ever going to be so bad that you can't find one good thing that's happened to you, happened to you, to you in that day or one good thing that's worth focusing on or one thing that makes you happy or feel better. Um so yeah, that was my that was my um story of the week and that's the that's the um that's the message for this for this episode is it might rain, you know, and they say, you know, when it rains it pours and if and if it pours, sometimes accept that it's raining and just keep smiling and push through the rain and I'm still here, I'm not dead, and something else is going to happen in a week or two, or hopefully in a month or two, or three months, but that's kind of just life, it's the good and the bad, and you've got to take both, so hopefully you guys all have a better week than I've had, hopefully you've had a better week than I had, and hopefully you also have better weeks than I've had, but um, that is the body of today's episode. So, this week on Timmy's Takes, and I really didn't want to talk about this because I really just hate giving this person airtime. But Kanye West, I'm still like, I'm like, should I really talk about this? Okay, let's do it. Kanye West um, has, is clearly going through some kind of um, crisis or whatever again. And like, like prefacing this with the fact that Kanye has revealed that he was diagnosed with bipolar and has you know mental health issues that he's working through and i'm not in any way discounting that as someone who has my own mental health conditions that i have to deal with on a daily basis but one thing i 
I'd want to say about Kanye is that he's very smart. He's a very smart guy. And I do think he, he's very good at controversy and reaction and shock and stirring the media and his viewers and listeners and people who consume his content. And we have to sometimes, I think, learn to separate the mental illness from the personality and the ego and the bravado. And Kanye knows exactly what he was doing when he went and did what he did this week. And if you don't know, Kanye West went to a fashion show with another woman who I don't know the name of, actually. Well, I've heard her name, but I didn't really know her. Um, who is also a self-hating black woman. Um, and I say that because anyone that behaves like this has those issues. Kanye West, he wore um, a shirt that said White Lives Matter to a fashion show. Um, and I'm just finding the name of the woman that he wore it with uh, because apparently she also has a huge thing for, um, like she's always been a woman that kind of speaks out against uh, against black people and against kind of just um, people who are pro-black. She seems, she's one of those women that can kind of be seen as someone that just doesn't really like the fact that she's black and so does anything she can to to stick out and stand out against her own race. So it's Candace Owens. Sorry, I was kind of looking and speaking, but it's Candace Owens who did that. And um, there are a lot of things I just want to say about this. No one is saying white people are important, right? That's not what's happening. But if we look at the history of the world and, you know, um, the Western world and um, slavery and colonization, white people have perpetrated the largest amount of oppression to minority people in the world generally. And so when people say, you know, like, um, Black Lives Matter, it's not to say that white people aren't important, it's to raise awareness and to change the narrative around black lives because generally we've been treated like they do not matter. And so I, I, I think anyone that wants to argue with that or say, I don't really feel that's fair and like, obviously we should encourage inclusion, like, shut up, just stay in your lane, mind your own business. Okay, this isn't the time to kind of do like happy politics, right? Sometimes there are messages that need to be said that might not be pleasing to you but if you also feel targeted by that statement or feel oppressed or like someone's trying to get at you you're probably a racist or you have deep-seated issues you need to work through but the black lives matter movement was not a movement to oppress people it was a movement to make people realize and care for black lives because that has not been the case and when we look at you know the treatment of the police towards black people's sorry police's treatment of black people in america and even you know in the uk there's been a lot of like negative racial experiences and whilst we might not have guns, there are lots of things that I think um, could be changed in the UK. You know, talking about the UK, if we take the case of, you know, Chris Cabot, who was shot by the police, he was unarmed in a car, just driving, and in the initial narrative release was that he he was followed by police with their sirens on, and he was aware of the ch- and there was a chase. It wasn't a chase, they didn't have alarms on, they didn't have their lights on, he was tailed, um, to, you know, without warning he wasn't aware of what was going on the police followed him without letting him know what's going on and then they pulled up and then they shot him now that's another topic and again rest in peace and i hope that his family get the justice they deserve which i don't expect with this criminal justice system in the uk but i hope they get the justice they deserve but back to kanye the the movement is such a powerful movement and it came off of the back of the killing of so many innocent black people and you know we saw such a big genesis and a, a huge movement in covid for to push for people to be seen as equal and as black people i feel we have to fight sometimes to be seen as equal by our peers and in the world and society and by the leaders of the world um 
And so for Kanye to, as a black man who I also respected so much, you know, he he did College Dropout and Yeezy and Love Pablo. And also just like to see a black man really, like I watched a documentary Yeezus before this all happened. And I really did respect him. I have a lot of time for him. And I think he was dedicated to music. And he's obviously talented, you know, as, as a musician to come from, you know, nothing and his, his work he did to get to where he got to and his grind and determination to fight through, you know, the media's treatment of him and the dulling of his confidence and wanting him to be seen as a negative person because he was confident because the media doesn't like confident black men and, you know, to get through that and to be at the stage of his career where he started this, like, successful fashion brand as a black man who said they wouldn't let him have this brand because he was black and the fashion industry didn't want to see him in there, to then turn around and then put the joke on people of colour and to use his voice and his platform to ridicule himself or ridicule a movement that means so much to so many people and means so much to the people whose kids have been shot and brothers and aunties and uncles have been killed or her families have experienced negativity and are trying to get reparations due to the slave trade or trying to adjust and adapt to the life they live in america or even or even here people who have been racially abused or bullied or physically abused or targeted or lost a job at work or been oppressed or experienced microaggressions and to take his power and his stance and his ability and his voice and to make a joke about something like that i just think there comes a point where you have to kind of say to yourself, I, I'm just not going to, I'm not going to make excuses anymore. Kanye is a bad person for doing this. I think he's made a choice that is very conscious. He could have said so many things, right? There's so many things going on in the world right now that need attention and need a platform. And if he didn't want to be in support of black people, he could have just not said anything. He could have just not worn the shirt. And before he's saying slavery is a choice and like all these things, and it just, it seems like, he wants to claim that he's you know pushing free speech and he's supporting donald trump and he wants to like be different but what's clear to me is that there's a lot of self-hate in there and there's a lot of loathing and i think when someone once or twice or whatever when someone you know seems to take any opportunity they have to kind of question or separate themselves or distance themselves from their race it's sometimes and i understand it it can be hard to acknowledge or recognize there's a lot of self-hate in there um and it's sad to see but at the same time, Kanye is a smart man. He runs a business. He runs a company. He's, he's released multiple albums and navigated the music music industry. And he tours and he knows what to say, when and how to say what he needs to say. And knows how to navigate those rooms. And he's, he's, he's intelligent enough to know how to behave in a certain way. And he's managed to get through life. So he's a, he's a functional adult. And I think he knew this would get a reaction. I even hate that I'm talking about this, but I just wanted to, I wanted to address it because I feel like as a black person, it is important to be talk, to talk about these things. When it's rare that we have black figures in the, in the public eye, just not wanting to be, not wanting to lead for their people. And so I, I think it's a shame and interesting that it's Kanye and you see like kind of Jay-Z and that kind of group of distance themselves from him. But I have no time for people that make a joke out of something that, it's really at its core about people's lives and people staying alive and people's existence and it's people's mental health, right? I think we say Kanye West has this and that, but actually people struggle with their race and the way they're treated and that can affect their mental health. And then to see someone make a joke out of that, I just think is insensitive. And I, I don't know who in his team allowed that and maybe he, you know, vetoed them and then there's Candace Owens supporting him and laughing. And I, I just think it was just so distasteful and so unfair and so wrong and I, I'm kind of going to have to think about how I really engage with Kanye because if I'm I'm not going to support or encourage or like promote someone that actually is not for 
something that is so important to me as a person and that's the equality and furthering of the black experience and the black race and us being seen as equals and being treated as equals and having the opportunities we all deserve to have so i wanted to just talk about that and it's, it's kind of got me quite annoyed speaking about it now it's kind of got me rolled up because i just think it wasn't necessary it didn't need to happen i'm like as i searched it up now he's out there saying you know he thought it was funny and he thought he thought it was a joke and it's like just come out and apologize you tried to make it try to do something that you knew was wrong for attention for reaction don't try and say i just thought it was funny because a second ago you're crying that you your wife wanted to abort your daughter and that's not right and that's not fair and you can take that seriously but then when you want to then say that race is a joke and you want to make a joke out of that and make light of it when you know that that's also just as serious you know you, you were complaining that george Bush was a racist before and didn't like black people and then and then suddenly down the line it's a joke the inconsistency is just um it's irritating and I think that we see this a lot. And I, again, again, I see it from my point of view, how I understand is that it can be hard if you grow up in a society that doesn't like you and doesn't want to give you space to then have to become a big person, become a celebrity or a star in that space and have have to feel like the lens is always on you and to actually have grown up to harbor self-hate. And I think even me as a kid at school, sometimes I grew up in a very white area and there's a lot of racism and people would comment on my nose and my hair and oh like you're darker than everyone else and like you know would bully me and I was I went through a lot of racial experiences as a kid and I went through like a very bad racial scandal when I was at uni and sometimes you think it might just be easy to just be white and you might not like the fact that you're black because obviously you can, can think well all these negative things that happen to me and all these things that are drawing attention to me are happening because of the color of my skin so if I wasn't the color this color then maybe things would be easier and I, I get that and so sometimes people kind of internalize this kind of self-hate towards themselves so they hate the way that they are is is causing them to experience these negative things but that again is something that you I had to work through and I think as an adult and as a father and as a public figure Kanye has a responsibility to work through that and understand where it comes from and not if you don't have anything good to say then just don't say anything but don't come out and like step on your own people who have bought your albums and have you know defended you countless times and gone to your tours and supported your 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 overpriced clothing brand because you're black and they look up to you and you came from nothing and you made this music that was for black people and was you know soul and r&b and gospel at times and you know he's important to so many people and so many kids are looking up to him now and just seeing like carnage doesn't thinks of being black or black lives matter black lives matter is a joke and it's just sad and it's a shame and so i think i'll I'll probably end there because i could run about this for ages but it's more of a commentary on kanye's state um of Kanye's state of interpersonal love with himself and Kanye's state of understanding of his existence and who he is and Kanye's own personal struggle but at the same time I also think that there are people that go through some of the things that don't go out and then like outwardly spew negativity towards their own people and that's why I think it's just not good enough so yeah sorry Kanye sort it out Okay, well, thanks for listening to episode two. Um, two very different halves to that. You had me just going through a bad week and then me also then just going on this like very political conversation about Kanye. But I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I hope the video is recorded probably this time. I've done a different setup. I have the memory card empty. I've got a large memory card. So if you're watching this on YouTube, give it a thumbs up. Comment saying it worked. Um, subscribe. And um, if you're listening, again, thank you for listening. If you're on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts even, please do leave a review some people already have given it five stars thank you so much that was actually very very sweet i saw today so thank you for everyone that gave it a rating gave it five stars uh and all left a comment it's cute i appreciate it keep doing it and if you're watching on spotify thank you for watching on spotify wherever you're listening wherever you're watching sorry if you're listening on spotify wherever you're downloading this or digesting this thank you for taking the time i really appreciate it thank you for um 
listened to my voice for what is it 40 or so minutes and thank you for being a part of black eye i hope we can continue to involve uh, i can't speak properly at the end i hope we can con- oh my god it's getting bad i need to have some water <laughs> i've got chloe mouth i hope we can continue to evolve and grow together and i'm excited to continue to make episodes and i have a few episodes i had lined up like the one i had planned for today that i swapped out but some exciting topics and some guests as well and some kind of debates to come up as well so i look forward to that so thank you for everyone t- that's listened and if you have ideas or things you like to hear me talk about or suggestions or feedback i'm super open to that i'm very receptive to it because it's very um early days for me and so i'm very kind of open to hear those things so please do share with me anything you think that would be useful if you have tips or tricks or things you'd like to see or things you think i could change i'm very receptive to that so please do let me know um and other than that thank you very much and i'll see you guys on next week's episode goodbye <laughs>